0: wellnesscoach.com streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to This Week in Wellness with Brett Hill. Real news, real health, real quick. Hi, I'm Brett Hill. And This Week in Wellness, high levels of estrogen in the womb may be linked to the likelihood of a child developing autism. In a recent study by a team of scientists at the University of Cambridge and the State Serum Institute in Denmark, Published in Molecular Psychology, researchers collected amniotic fluid and compared the levels of sex steroid hormone estrogen. In the 98 fetuses who later developed autism, all four estrogens were significantly elevated, making them more predictive of the likelihood of autism than previously suspected androgens like testosterone. Prenatal estrogens can have an effect on brain growth and also the masculinization of the brain. Alex Tsompanidis, a PhD student in Cambridge who worked on the study, said, These elevated hormones could be coming from the mother, the baby, or the placenta. Our next step should be to study all these possible sources and how they interact during pregnancy. However, the team cautioned that these findings cannot and should not be used to screen for autism. We are interested in understanding autism, not preventing it, added Professor Baron Cohen. As always, the links are in the show notes. Now, my opinion on this is that final statement is strange and hopefully out of context. I can understand the need to understand autism and I think that's really important and to better manage autism as well. But preventing it would be even better. I really hope that this leads to more research into what raises estrogens in the amniotic fluid. You know, is it indeed coming from the mum, from the placenta or from the baby? It raises lots of questions about oestrogen dominance in women. We know that some of the symptoms of oestrogen dominance in women can be weight gain, mainly in the hips, waist and thighs, menstrual problems such as light or heavy bleeding, PMS, fibrocystic breasts, uterine fibroids, fatigue, loss of sex drive or depression and anxiety. We also know that lifestyle factors can have an impact. Medications that increase estrogen include hormonal contraceptives, antibiotics, herbal or natural remedies, and phenothiazines, which doctors can use to treat some mental or emotional disorders. And other problems can also cause estrogen to rise, including obesity, ovarian tumors, and liver disease. There are also many other sources of estrogen in our lifestyles. So we need to look at things like food and whether they're injected with growth hormones and hormone-disrupting chemicals. Um, Also, whether those foods contain phytoestrogens, which may mimic the effects of estrogens in the body. Our water, which is also equally contaminated, largely due to runoff from farming. Our personal care products, which can be full of xenoestrogens and also affect our estrogen load. Gut dysbiosis can impact on the body's ability to process estrogens, BPAs, and other plastics. While some would suggest avoiding BPA laden plastics is sufficient in terms of avoiding the estrogenic effect, we really can't say that for sure at this stage. Um, and stress is another really important factor to consider when we're thinking about our estrogen load. So, you know, the link between these lifestyle factors and estrogen levels is far from proven and perhaps not even tested when it comes to amniotic estrogen. However, Given everything we know about elevated estrogen and its effects on the body, it makes sense to be mindful of these lifestyle factors, especially for women, and especially for women of childbearing age. You've been listening to This Week in Wellness with Brett Hill. To continue the conversation, find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Wellness. And for more information about this and other projects from me, head to drbretthill.com. The 2019 Wellness Summit is almost here. I love being at these events, they're always such a great positive environment. And it's been really great to um, listen to like-minded people and to um, meet a few people actually. I've been to every summit and I've been to everyone and I'll always keep coming. It's always inspiring. It's been a real eye-opener. We're actually signed up to go to the Breakthrough now. It's very motivating. I think it's great to listen to people who are inspired. And there's always something to learn and something to take away. I think uh, for myself, and giving myself that um, opportunity to to learn. There's so much going on in life, and everything that you can get distracted and forget the things that you should be doing. And this always reminds you to get back on track and and um, to focus on the things that are important. A holistic health. Just do it, yeah. Just yeah, suck it up and do it. It's uh, it could be life changing, yeah. I would say it's awesome, and it's the start of changing your life. Come along, see what it's about, and enjoy it. It It's an amazing event with like-minded, positive people, and you can't help but um, walk away feeling great. Positive Mentor presents the 2019 Wellness Summit, August 17 and 18 in Melbourne. Can you afford to miss out? Tickets at thewellnesssummit.com.